Welcome to Eden Speaks. Our prayer for this podcast is that this can be a place of openness, grace, honesty, and connection with our sisters in Christ and any brothers out there who are tuning in. While this podcast is in connection to our women's ministry at Living Word in Oak Harbor, Washington, we welcome everyone that is looking for real Christ-centered conversations. Some of these conversations may be hard and emotional, stirring up parts of us that we would prefer to keep hidden and protected. Ephesians 5.13 says, But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Let us be that light to one another. Let's take a step outside of our comfort zone. Let's trust Jesus to show us how to give grace and hope to others, and also put us in a posture to receive it as we engage in a journey of growth. Let's speak the truth of God's word. Let's always speak love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eden Speaks, a place of hope, encouragement, and grace. I'm Amy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome back, everyone. Oh my gosh, it's been a second. It has been a second. We had a little hiatus yeah. over we'll the break. April. We'll yep. We hope you enjoyed our replay of the Enneagram stuff. That was so fun when we mm-hmm. did that in December. Um, we hope you got a chance to tune back into that or yep. heard it for the first time. Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about change. Are you all cringing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Change. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah, totally. Uh, we actually should be professional at change right now because we're just at the end of this COVID. Right. And I don't know. Should I say that? Is that Ugh, Don't jinx it. it. I know. Don't jinx it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. COVID has forced a lot of change. Yes. Um, and it's probably really revealed who you are and how you handle and navigate change for mm-hmm. sure. Right? Yep. Yeah. Maybe some learning opportunities uh-huh. for figuring out how we how we do that what was the word that we kept using like always oh, have to keep pivoting pivoting like pivoting. just keep oh pivoting oh my gosh the dumb word pivoting yes like, oh, okay I'm now we gotta pivot and do yeah. this yeah and pivot and do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah at least that in that um kind of uh gives the idea that we might be grounded because <laughs> pivot you're gonna stay in one spot but sure. just rotate but still I don't know how I mean it does also make me think of that friends episode like uh-huh. everybody knows the the pivot episode from friends not. you do not <gasps> Shannon McLeod oh my gosh I don't know it I didn't watch a lot of friends well you're gonna have to fix that I know right back it up <laughs> so those of you that are friends you know fanatics like I am you know the pivot episode <laughs> sounds funny <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> I have to go back I just know the smelly cat stuff Oh, yes. Yeah. There's lots of... The other day I was singing it, which I don't know why. I don't cat anymore, but anyway, I was singing it. Wow. We digress. (laughs) This is how, you know, unseasoned we are. We've had a break and now we're just wild and crazy. We're all over the place. It's fine. We're we're shooting fast and loose today. Yeah, we are. So fun. So Ah, fun. So, yes, change. Mm -hmm. Definitely. There's some um, basics about change. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there are... kind of the the classic things that we think of mm-hmm. when it comes to change, whether that be change in our life circumstances, you know, jobs, uh, relationships, um, finances, mm-hmm. and even our change, and even changes that we see in our, in our faith or mm-hmm. our relationship with the Lord, like every, at every turn we're, we're coming face to face with change. Some yeah. are just um, smaller and maybe seem more normal or digestible mm-hmm. and then there are others that can really rock our world mm-hmm. leave like, a mark yeah yeah that really like turn everything upside down mm-hmm. and sometimes we can feel like i <laughs> i don't want to do this mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna mm-hmm. dig my heels in on this one mm-hmm. because it just seems like too much yeah i yeah. feel like 
This was your idea. It was my idea. And that makes sense why, because you <laughs> are going through some change. Yes, I think that's why it's some been on my change. heart yeah. so much. Like there's so much change mm -hmm. going on. So just trying to lean into that mm -hmm. and know that it's a normal part of life, mm -hmm. even though it's it's scary and uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. there, most of the time, a lot of the time, there's fruit that comes from that in one way or another. Yeah. Even if maybe the situation that we are dealing with that is causing change isn't ideal or mm -hmm. doesn't turn out the way that we want it to. I think we can learn things from it. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, I think about even, you know, COVID forced a bunch of change, but I mm -hmm. think we all have at least something that we learned from it. Right. Right. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. So I don't think it's ever one, God doesn't do anything that's not fruitful. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. We mm -hmm. know that to be mm -hmm. true, but even like for ourselves, when we go through situations like that, like, we can even see mm -hmm. there was something that mm -hmm. came out of this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we got to look deep and we mm -hmm. got to look hard. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that we can do that. Right. We can get that, that here's what I learned. Mm -hmm. Even if it's, this is what I don't want to do next time I come face to face with change. Sure. We're still learning something. Yeah, that's true. It's good. Um, that makes me think about the attitude component to change. We have like a little list here, you guys, of questions that we were talking about, kind of wrestling with about change. And mm -hmm. one of them was about attitude. Um, what are our beliefs about change? And when I say beliefs, I also mean attitude. So like you're saying, like with change coming, like we can decide we want to see something positive or decide we don't. I mean, that's one attitude. I mean, there's sure. a whole bunch of different attitudes, but I think that that, that matters. Like all of that matters because you could be in the midst of change and there could be positive outcomes and you could be fully unwilling to receive those <laughs> yes. positive outcomes. Maybe you're just being hard headed. Maybe it was something you really, really, really didn't want. And so you've dug your heels in and you're just like, there's no way I'm going to see that. But yep. that actually, that might come from, you know, maybe in the past, like all change has been, really traumatic mm -hmm. for you. Um, it feels chaotic and out of control because we never know where we're going to land. It's yeah. all, as if like a, you know, confetti bomb goes off and there's like a bunch of stuff like, where is all the confetti going to land? That's yeah. hard. That is hard. Yeah. Is it going to be a big, huge mess? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or will it all be? Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I think mess is, is a question. I, I just, I don't know. I think for some reason we just are resistant and typically especially in the onset of change, have kind of a bad attitude about it. Yeah. Not always. I guess we can get excited about it too. I think yeah. it depends on where you land, which yeah. side of the street you yeah. land on. And I'm sure a lot of that comes from what is the change, right? right. Because yeah. if, it's a, if it's a good positive change, then I think that we are more apt to be really excited about it. Mm -hmm. But I think there's still like, there's still be a struggle there when it actually comes time to step into that change, mm -hmm. even when it is good, mm -hmm. where we get a little squirrely yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, are we sure? Mm -hmm. You know, like those mm -hmm. types of things because there's a lot of emotions yeah. that come around it, and I think it can be a roller coaster mm -hmm. of emotions when you're going mm -hmm. through different um, different changes in your life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I was just thinking about how, like, for one example of a positive change would be, say, you are working in a job and you get, like, a promotion. Mm -hmm. And from that promotion, which is good, I mean, obviously, usually promotions are good. And then you kind of go, with that promotion, you go to, you know, like, maybe to the just part, department next door. Or there's, a, there's enough of a change mm -hmm. there that it is a change officially. It feels like a change. But um, 
the, the freak out part could be the learning curve. Mm -hmm. And there's always going to be a learning curve. How do I pick up on this new stuff? Probably new people that you're working with, which means new dynamics, personalities, all those things. Mm -hmm. But that's a pot. That's an example of a positive change that you just still feel a little apprehensive about because you have all these like variables that you have no control over, yes. which I think is oh, the key word. <laughs> the, yep, I was just going to say, you yeah. just hit the buzzword. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So for us control freaks out there, like change is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh gosh. And for those that aren't necessarily control freaks, there can still be that feeling of, I like things the way that they are. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with the way things are. I don't see anything wrong with the way that things are. Mm-hmm. So why are we going to go shaking it up and doing something different? This is working just fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe we think it is, but it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, true. Maybe it is. Maybe it is working just fine, but we don't understand that maybe God has more for us than staying complacent in where we are. And he wants to push us mm-hmm. outside of that comfort zone. I mean, yeah. change very rarely happens when you're comfortable. Yeah. You're almost always going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when things are changing, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that it's bad. Mm-hmm. It can be a very good thing. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't always feel the way we want it to I feel know. because who doesn't like feeling like totally comfortable, like mm-hmm. wrapped up in a warm co- you know cozy exactly blanket. What to expect. Yeah. You're in your zone. Absolutely. And it's like you, you absolutely, I think that's the big thing. You know what to expect. You know what's yeah. coming. You know what your routine is. You know, you just know how it's going to be. Yeah. And then when it's all like, not mm-hmm. it's like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So even when there's like glimpses of like, Oh, okay. And then, you know, cause I feel like throughout change, there's ups and downs. Like I think about what you guys are doing, you're making it, I mean, it's a big move. Mm-hmm. You're moving from this state to a different state. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you know, tying up loose ends, that kind of thing. There's yeses and nos, like, yes, like green lights. Ooh, yellow light. Ooh. I mean, because, you know, you're waiting for the process mm-hmm. of the transition to take itself all the way through right. from beginning to end. Yeah. The beginning is, was a long time ago, really, mm-hmm. if you think about it. And the end is still far out, even though you have a move date and you know, you know, that's, yeah, yeah. that's a lot of unknowns. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, is that making it worse for you? No. No, <laughs> no it's just... I'm pointing out all these, like... It's just reality Yeah, that that is how it goes so much of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, this is a, a long, drawn-out thing for us. Like, you know, but that same cycle can happen in condensed amounts of time. Like, it could be something that changes, like, boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. You know, Oof. but we're still, like, like... that's worse. I don't know if I like that better or worse. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure which I would yeah. prefer. I feel like I used to like change like that, like really quick, like start it and get it over with. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like, like I the need band-aid, a little like, more. Whoosh. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I feel like I need now a little bit more time to yeah. like let things settle. That mm-hmm. must be an age thing. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's age, personality, you know. Um, but I, I definitely don't want to overlook that other piece of it that we started with, which was mm-hmm. the control piece yeah. of how, yeah. you know, we can resist that mm-hmm. change yeah. because we just want to. We want to be able to control it. We want to mm-hmm. have it happen our way and mm-hmm. when we want it to and how mm-hmm. we want it to and when mm-hmm. we want it to and for it to just fall into our timeline of yeah. what would work best for us. Yeah, exactly. What's most convenient. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't it convenient? Yes. Um, yeah, that's the answer to our number one question here is what causes resistance to change? I think it's typically like a lack of control. Mm-hmm. Um, not being able to see the outcome, mm-hmm. not really knowing All that what uncertainty. to expect. Yeah. 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 Are there other things? I'm trying to think. 
there are other things that cause resistance to change. Maybe, maybe you just, well, that's the same. I mean, you like where you're at, you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. You don't really want to have to figure out something new. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're like in a weird place, like emotionally or even physically. And then that energy that it's going to take, like feels like a no way. Oh, I hate that. You were, you were reading my, reading my mm-hmm. mind. That's exactly what I was. Mm-hmm. Energy was what I was thinking. Like maybe you just don't have the energy mm-hmm. to put into making the adjustments that need to be mm-hmm. made. Or maybe it's even just like logistically trying to figure things out. Like I just don't have the emotional energy mm-hmm. to put into figuring out how to make this work mm-hmm. or to mm-hmm. make these changes or to just all those little nuances that can come from change. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think we've all been there. I feel like yeah. we've all been in those places where it's just like, I, I just do not have, like I can remember moving from our old house to our new house and we were moving out of our old house in the, on the heels of just grief and loss. And I mean, I, it was just one more change. We needed to make the change. I felt like it was going to be a good change, but to like do that was like trudgery. Like I, some of it I blocked out. I can, but I can also, but I can connect to the feeling of like the, just like crawl. I felt like I was crawling on the floor, like putting boxes together. Like I could Mm -hmm. barely move Mm -hmm. physically. Um, I can remember that feeling. And I just remember thinking, Oh, if we could just get, and I also remember at, at the new house, I remember like I couldn't clean anything. Like I was like, we're moving into it just how it is. <laughs> I could just add nothing. Like we've all been there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I bet the military, I bet you guys feel like that a lot. Cause especially when you move, 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 move. There's a lot of moves going on. It's an interesting dynamic. And I'm sure that there are a lot of different experiences mm-hmm. that people have with that because sometimes moves are <laughs> seamless and mm-hmm. they go great. And other times they're disastrous mm-hmm. because you're, you know, there's other people packing your house and your things. And um, I've it's heard so horror funny. stories mm-hmm. of the things that people have, have dealt with. Um, so yeah, I think that it's for me personally, like I'm very, very logistical, logistically minded, right? Mm-hmm. So like getting all of it coordinated to be able to move, like I can I can handle all of that. Um, getting there, getting things unpacked, like I'm an organizer. So like that piece of it mm-hmm. isn't the big deal for me. Mm-hmm. The part that I struggle with is figuring out how to, what's the new routine? Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what's, what's the, what does this look like now? Like obviously not as much now because my son is a little bit older, like he mm-hmm. can get himself to school and all that type of stuff. But it was like figuring out like how we're getting him to school and what time we need to leave and all this type of stuff. And then like all those ridiculous things of getting a new doctor and getting a new hairdresser and getting a, a new dentist. And like, it just oh, takes so much kind of stuff. Yeah. Because everything has changed. Setting up the cable. I don't know what everything. people even do that anymore, but I yeah, just, getting the power uh, turned on and yeah. getting the internet hooked up. And it's like, those are all, things that yeah they're they're a part of life but when you make specifically when you're thinking of move everything is changing Mm -hmm. every aspect of your life it's not where am i going to get my prescription Mm got to figure out what pharmacy i'm going to go to Mm -hmm. i got to figure out how to get to that pharmacy Mm -hmm. because i don't know where i'm going Mm -hmm. right so that's the piece for me with Mm -hmm. the military moves that has been the most draining and that i just That's the piece that I feel like I don't have the energy for sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure that there are plenty of people that like thinking about having to get a move set up and all that is just like, this is the last thing that Mm -hmm. I want to be doing Mm -hmm. right now because this sucks. 
and mm-hmm. I don't like it yeah. at all. Yeah, and I bet so. the well, it could be about experience. The more experience, negative experiences you've had, the mm-hmm. worse. Them. But I think even just like the more times you've had to do it, because you know what it requires, mm-hmm. you know what it takes, yep. and you know you have to just do it again. Although maybe then you just gonna get into a zone, and you're like, yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah, I gotta do this. I kind of go down the mental checklist. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think everybody's so different with it. But. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think that it's yeah. there's going to be a level, there's going to be some aspect of those types of things, mm-hmm. um, whatever that change may be, that maybe you feel far more equipped mm-hmm. to deal with. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I got this part. Mm-hmm. But then there are other parts of it that feel totally overwhelming. And it's, like you said, like you just don't have the energy mm-hmm. to put into that mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. Yeah. One of our questions here is, do you love it or hate it? It kind of makes me think of that. Like, it depends on what you, yeah. <laughs> like it's what it is. What and then I also do. wonder why. Why do we love it or why do we hate it? I mean, I think there's some people like, I mean, maybe even military people, they're so used to it that they almost get, we talked about like being addicted to change. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's so regular that you almost get addicted to it. Like, oh, it's time. It's like a, like a turkey timer or turkey. Mm-hmm. Ding. Yep. <laughs> Turkey's done. It's time to move or whatever, but um, that could be a bad thing. Um, or you could be somebody who's so resistant to change. I've done the same thing and I've done that. I go, I go the same route, mm-hmm. you know, OCD people, OCD yeah. people, they're like the same route. I wonder, you know, that's to a very far extreme, Sure. but I do think there's these two big extremes. Yeah. Like there's like a spectrum of mm-hmm. a, a whole like array of different ways that we um, can do that. But I, I feel like there's probably more people that fall on one end or the other. Mm-hmm. I feel like there'd be more, it'd be heavier on that than people in the middle that are neutral to change. Yeah, I feel like you're right. I think we have some yeah. strong feelings mm-hmm. in those situations one way or another mm-hmm. of, yeah, I'm stoked, mm-hmm. or this is the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, if this makes me think of, I was talking to Shirley Lamoureux recently, a lot of you know her, she comes to church here and um, she's an awesome mentor, but we were talking about how I was like, do you think there's anything to the fact, I do feel like I'm kind of, I have a little bit of a turkey timer where I'm like, I am, I'll be like four or five years, I'll be doing something and then I need to make a big shift or change. Um, I feel like I ran McLeod Fit for four or five, for five years and then um, went back to school. And then, you know, then, then I came to work here and I, and within my job here, like there are things I can do that are like major pivots, which is awesome that I'm afforded that. But I asked her, I was like, do you think that's bad? She's like, do you not think that the Lord like knows you're wired like that? And doesn't he, he can use that. Cause I do yeah. think that there have been people in my life who've been like, Oh, that's so, what are you doing now? You know, mm-hmm. kind of thing, or that can be so flaky and almost like I mean, they didn't say flaky, but I'm saying like, Oh, it's almost as if they're insinuating I'm flaky or something, which I'm totally not. Um, but that there's like something there where I'm like, Oh, I'm ready for a change. You're ready for something mm-hmm. different. But I do, I can, I can get like that. I can get a little like, Oh, I feel a little yeah. bored. I feel like I want to do something different. I mean, I want to move. That's for sure. So yeah. those are big things. I mean, I would move if I was supposed to, but sure. anyway, there's something to that where I think that we get kind of addicted to it or we're so resistant to it. Um, we talked about it being um, about contentment, maybe mm-hmm. even like I've thought about that for myself. Am I just an idealist? Mm-hmm. Which on the Enneagram I am. Yeah. Um, am I an idealist? Am I just discontent? And I feel like over the years I've realized that, no, I feel like the Lord's worked in all those areas. And mm-hmm. so I don't really think it's that. Yeah. But I do have to feel like I have to kind of watch it like a hawk mm-hmm. and to make sure that it's not about that or mm-hmm. anyway. Or like that, that, always looking for that contentment. Mm-hmm. This is more on like the people who love the change, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. 
is that something you're always looking to the next thing Mm -hmm. because that's going to be, that's going to be it. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this and that's going to make me happy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to change to this job or I'm going to end this relationship and I'm going to start this one or, um, I'm going to be friends with this person or not be friends with this person. And that is going to be the thing. I'm going to change everything and then it'll all be okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if, and sometimes, yes, we do need to change those things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we maybe are in a toxic job or a toxic relationship mm-hmm. or um, whatever that might be. But that doesn't necessarily mean that when we get to the next place that it's going to be any better. Mm-hmm. I did this training yeah. um, for like couples therapy. Um, and one of the things that it talked about was that you can't divorce yourself. Right. So if you decide you want to get divorced, like, okay, it was for like discernment mm-hmm. um, stuff, trying to, if a couple's in a place where they're trying to decide what's next for us, mm-hmm. what's, what's our next step, because what we're doing isn't working. Mm-hmm. Do we want to dig into this relationship and stay? Are we going to end this relationship? You know, where are we going next? Um, you can't divorce yourself. So all the stuff that you have, you're going to carry with you into your next relationship mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. into the next thing that you're doing. That's the same relationship, job, whatever it might be. We're going to take all that stuff with us. Mm-hmm. So if we're constantly thinking, well, I'll just change all of these things, we're still bringing the baggage with us. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing to say that we won't find ourselves in a very similar situation, just in a different context or a different environment, mm-hmm. right? Which so, would be a big bummer because I think we'd be expecting it to be different. Right. We'd be expecting that the change would have yielded change. Yes. But, but no. it's not just about changing the location or mm-hmm. like those types of things. Like mm-hmm. there has to be change within us mm-hmm. that is happening. There has to be like that growth and, you know, maybe it's recognition in relationship of what we were contributing in that mm-hmm. so that we can try to intentionally like make changes within ourselves. Right. Transformation. Yeah. Transformation. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's a piece of it too. Is yeah. There's... So if you are in a pattern and you notice that you are in some kind of pattern of like pursuit of change and you just think, well, I just like change. The change is exciting to me. Maybe look at that, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe like, actually, am I trying to get away from something that really I'm just carrying around with me? Yeah. And I'm the common denominator. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, hey, yeah. what's the common denominator? And it's not that you're broken or bad or anything no like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like maybe there's some work that the Lord's doing to help in that mm-hmm. for growth mm-hmm. and for we'll that transformation. Yeah. yeah. And and just wants to wants to see has more for you and has something different. Yeah. Um, for you in that. Yeah. So I think that that's that's a piece of it too. I think so too. I feel like this is totally like the sex talk and that there's like so many different mm-hmm. aspects and so many different avenues. And um, it's just a very deep and rich topic mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's lots of, lots of different things mm-hmm. about change. Mm-hmm. Lots of attitudes, lots of mm-hmm. um, uh, responses, reactions. We talked about that too, responses yes. and reactions and how that is. Let's make sure we come back around to that. But I don't want to forget the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. We didn't spend too mm-hmm. much time on quite yet which is people who literally hate change. Like you could not get them to like, they go to the restaurant, they order the exact same thing. They drive the same way to work every day. They, I don't know, they walk the dog the same route. I mean, mm-hmm. what's, what's with that? There's a security yeah. there. There's gotta yeah. be. Yeah. And I think that that is, I think that's a good word for it is there's stability mm-hmm. in that there's security. There's knowing, um, 
it's like there's safety yeah. in knowing exactly how you're going to do this and what you're going to do and what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's each of those things, you know, the, the kind of that addiction to change and also this just heels dug in, you know, we're, I think we're looking for something when we're in those really like just polarized. Yeah. And like just really ingrained in that mindset of change, 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 or I'm going to avoid that change at all cost. Mm -hmm. We're looking for something. Yeah. And I think on that end, that security and that stability and just that like solid foundation of knowing Mm -hmm. is where, where it is on that side of it. Yeah. So gosh, that's so crazy to think like, um, yeah. So I, those two spectrums are kind of just fascinating to me. I, I also think, I mean, I think we talked about, I mean, how there's security in it, but there's, there's fear. Is it, mm-hmm. is it, and it can't be rational fear. It doesn't seem like. I think that it can maybe, feel like rational fear. Like sure. this is a really like, obviously if I'm not changing anything then I don't have to worry about these things, you know? Mm-hmm. So if there's a fear of that change there, like I think we can rationalize it away. Mm-hmm. And so it feels rational. Could we go to those lengths where like we are literally being irrational with how much effort we put into not changing? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think we can do that. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's, if we're really scared or right. we find change so uncomfortable. So terrible. That we're willing to like avoid it at all costs mm-hmm. that we can go to that place. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but it can feel rational. Like, well, of course I don't want to change because this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I want to do that? Mm-hmm. Very rational. Right. Like, in our, we've really, like, justified mm-hmm. those reasons for not wanting to do it. Right. Which can be a bummer because we can really miss out on <laughs> yeah. something that the Lord wants to do or show us some kind of new, different way. Yeah. I think the same is true for the other end of the spectrum when, mm-hmm. you know, we want to, you know, jump, jump ship, ready to go, all out, you mm-hmm. know, I'm out, but there might be something that the Lord wants to do. He want he like yeah. might be asking us to kind of like hold fast. Um, yeah. So we were talking a little bit about reaction, reaction versus um, response when it comes to change. I think that when we, cause change is inevitable, mm-hmm. no matter what we're going to be in, involving in it or mm-hmm. be involved in it, be called to it for different varying degrees. If we have kids our kids are going to grow up and they're going to go, that's going to be change. Um, if we don't have kids, we're, I mean, we're going to get called to different towns and different jobs and we're going to have meet new people and have mm-hmm. different friends and family situations are going to change and all that. So there's going to be change all around us. Mm-hmm. So I think that, um, we can be really observant of like, are we, do we have a tendency to be reactive to change or can we be responsive to mm-hmm. it? And I think that comes from like, I think it goes back a little bit to the, control thing because um maybe it depends on which one we are operating out of Mm -hmm. based on our trust of god's goodness yeah what he has for us and we talked a little bit about this when we were getting ready which was like how um it kind of goes the um garden of eden issue where it's like is god holding out on me i know god's holding out on me so i'm going to totally be reactive and i'm not and i'm just going to fight against this Mm -hmm. or whatever um versus being responsive like okay lord i trust you i know something good is happening that kind of thing i mean Mm -hmm. what do you think what do you what do you think the you know kind of triggers for each of those things are good trigger bad trigger (laughs) Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like for the reaction part of it, um, so much of that can come from past experiences. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, for sure. we know what we know mm-hmm. or, you know, and that's what we're basing it on. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so this thing happens, our automatic reaction is to mm-hmm. respond in a certain like way. Like a landslide almost. Like, yeah. And it's like, like, like it, it's, time. it's usually when you react, it tends to be more of a, a snap decision type of thing. Like mm-hmm. you haven't really thought it through. It's just like, this happens. So this is how I, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. This is how we deal with this. Mm-hmm. Whereas a response I think is going to be one of those things where maybe we take some prayer about it. We mm-hmm. take a step back. Maybe we just get some counsel on mm-hmm. so what I'm faced with, you know, so it's, it's less of that emotional, mm-hmm. like all of my decisions right now are being coming out of me based on what I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, like you can be, that's where the reactivity comes in. Whereas right. the response is more of a grounded, um, even if we are uncertain of what the right thing is to do, um, responses tend to be more logic based mm-hmm. rational yeah right. more rational in that yeah. way because we've given ourselves that space to think about it to talk it through to um just approach it from a place that is um instead of you know being ramped up to a, a nine you know maybe we're back down to like a four and we're like mm-hmm. okay yeah this is still hard perspective yeah yeah Ooh, yeah that's good. good for sure yeah that's that's kind of how i yeah that. i like that it's good yeah, there's such there's so much that goes into this change like we were talking about. But I think one thing that we don't want to overlook is like, yes, there's all of these um, these like situational things when mm-hmm. we when we are talking about change, changing of, of things and responding or reacting to those and all mm-hmm. of that. But I think that there's also like this bigger, deeper change that we also need to like talk about and mm-hmm. that 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 change inside of us, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. that transformation mm-hmm. that as believers and followers of Christ, that we can see the fruits of if we're willing to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that sometimes that type of change might be the scariest type yeah. of change. Yeah. I think that that is so true, especially because usually we don't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Usually we don't understand that that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's only kind of after we've experienced a hand, experienced it a handful of times that we're like, oh yeah, wait a minute, I felt this before. Yeah, this, is this is familiar. Okay. Not that it ever feels any better. I don't think it ever feels any better, but mm-hmm. I do think that we can be like a little bit more like identify, like be able to identify. Oh, yes. this is probably what's happening. Yes. And um, it just reminds me. Of, so sorry, I got ahead of myself there, but um, I think it can be called lots of different things. I've heard it called renewal. Um, I think you're right with transformation, mm-hmm. um, growth. We can even just say it's growth. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, we could say change, but it's supernatural change. Yeah. So it's like more than just kind of like what you're saying, it's like circumstantial or changed. I don't know that change like I know it does not encompass. Yeah, it, body. yeah. it's not the right word. Like, yes, it's a it's factual mm-hmm. that yes, it is change that's happening, mm-hmm. but it's so much more mm-hmm. than yeah. that. Like, I just have this like mental image. Like when I when I see when I think of change. I think part of the reason that this type of, you know, transformation and renewal is harder is because a lot of times with these other types of change, there's almost something tangible about it. Like we physically see something happening, something coming in, something going away. Mm -hmm. And so we can like, kind of like grab onto that. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is something that is inside of us. Yeah. And it's, it's a feeling, it's a a sensation. Mm -hmm. It's, 
it's something that is can be a little bit harder to pinpoint exactly mm-hmm. what's happening when and where mm-hmm. because it's just different. Mm-hmm. And I think that that makes it so much more mm-hmm. than just change. Mm-hmm. And I think, I do think that there are times when God will involve circumstances. Sure. Like, because I, I mean, a lot of times the kind of change that we're talking about takes kind of earthquake events mm-hmm. or, and that could be an internal earthquake event or an external earthquake event. Yep. Um, because what I think that God is trying to do, at least first and foremost in the onset is to interrupt patterns, mm-hmm. like interrupt kind of ways of thinking, ways of doing things, um, operational systems that we are, are functioning in or out mm-hmm. of, um, and so it's like, I feel like it, it's like what, if we were a snow globe, <laughs> he would be shaking it up, right? shaking, He'd be it shaking up. it up and the snow would be flying. Yeah. Um, and that could, and that could also be from, you know, external events yep. could start from external events yep. to get us kind of primed to be mm-hmm. receptive yep. to what he's going to be calling us to. I agree. Um, and I'm, I mean, I can tell you, like, it's not something that we can do alone on our own strength that it requires it requires just a whole new gamut of depth of prayer, um, silent stillness and solitude before him, getting in the word, reminding ourselves of his truth. Um, it's weird because I feel like a lot of times when this kind of change happens, this kind of transformation, like our use of time must change because we need more time to hear from him, to find, to be before him, to be washed in his peace and reminded of his love and are you here Mm -hmm. and are you present um and it could be i mean i feel like that's when that's kind of like that internal change sometimes he's calling us to somewhere else like he will literally we could be um, serving somewhere when i say serving i mean working whatever it is you're doing and and his kind of mantle of covering can kind of come off of you and you feel that you feel really exposed um that can happen too and, and where you're like, wow, it's time for me to, to go, to move mm-hmm. from here. We don't always know what that means, though. And sometimes we'll hang out there for a while until he has made that really, really evident. I mean, there's just, I feel like it's a really complex thing um, and it's multifaceted. But I think that when you're in it, you, you know it based on what we're even talking about. Like, I bet for those of us who have experienced this before, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I think I have experienced that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are also times when he will call us to, like, stuff. He'll call us to do things that are, like I said, you know, we have to rely on him that are not even like feasible to do as human beings. Like it is God stuff. Like I think about people who have been called to uproot their entire lives and move, say, back home to care for aging parents. That is a really good circumstance or good example of what maybe renewal would look like. Um, I think that. And it depends on the relationships and da, da, da. but I'm thinking of like, maybe it wasn't the greatest relationship, but you're calling to do it because the Lord wants to work through you. You know, Jesus and these people don't, and he wants to show them himself uh, um, through you, um, you know, that kind of thing. Like that's not stuff that, and, the, and yet the relationships are a mess, right? And there's mm-hmm. no peace. Like we can't do that on our own. That mm-hmm. is a God-sized thing. Um, to even hear and discern that that is what we're supposed to do is a God-sized thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's terrifying. It's so sacrificial. Your friends are going to all tell you you're nuts <laughs> and you shouldn't do it. I mean, you know, it's that kind of thing. But I do think there's so much promise um, when we are willing to receive and kind of accept that um, 
the process that he calls us into with that. Mm -hmm. And it, and it can be, like I said, I mean, it can be lots of different things in our lives. It can look in lots of different ways, but, um, I do believe he's just so intentional with it and and it has to happen. Um, it reminds me of John 15 when, you know, I'm the vine and you are the branches. I mean, but, and in that same passage, it talks about how the gardener will come and he'll do all this work. I mean, we can't, we cannot grow without this happening. We cannot grow. We cannot move beyond. And he wants us to. Um, we we're called to transformation as we know as we know Jesus and as we press in with our relationship to Him and we become more like Him because we are called to become more like Him. There is a progression, yes. for sure. Um, and it's not easy. It's so hard and it's su- super super painful. But I think this when we talk about change, we can't miss talking about this because it is a huge part of change. But like Absolutely. you're saying, it's not really. You can't just call it change. Yeah, oh yeah, change. But it's more than it that. just doesn't feel right. Ooh, it's so big and hard. Oh, no. and yeah, we're not doing it justice. Yeah, with just no. calling it that. Right, right. Um, I was trying to look through my notes here and see if there's anything big that I that I missed. Um, I don't think so, but. Yeah. Um, it's not easy and it's not easy to say yes to it either because it's usually a really painful, it can be a really painful process. I think not always. I'm I'm trying to think, have you, have you experienced it where it's not been super painful? I mean, I guess it can be joyful and exciting. Yes. I think that we can find ourselves there, but I think that there are parts of it that, um, that can be painful, whether that's um, stepping away from something that you don't want to be stepping away from, mm-hmm. or like in the example you were just giving, like stepping mm-hmm. into something mm-hmm. that we know is not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And there could be emotional pain that is there yeah. while maybe those relationships are starting to be repaired. Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of those things that there is a whole gamut mm-hmm. of emotions and yeah. feelings and thoughts and and all of that that come mm-hmm. along with it. Um, but the, the ultimate goal is to get to that place where we can, we can see it, we can feel it, we can mm-hmm. recognize mm-hmm. this has transformed me. I'm a different person now than I was X amount of months ago or years ago, or however long that journey has been mm-hmm. and being able to say that and to really like feel the difference the, the whole hindsight's 2020 20, like being able to look back on that that previous yeah. you know version of ourselves in that different season and uh, be able to say yeah I, I would have handled this like how I do things now is just different. Mm-hmm. My heart posture mm-hmm. is different mm-hmm. my mindset is different mm-hmm. and it could just be about one little thing like the way that we're approaching one thing, Mm-hmm. could make a big difference in so many things, right? Yeah. Like we don't always know the impact mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. one little, you know, I'm going to put little in quotes, mm-hmm. um, little thing that we have made adjustments in or that we mm-hmm. have had growth in yeah. could just, it's like that, that ripple, ripple effect. effect. Yeah, totally. Like I'm thinking of, um, you could be called into a state of renewal with um, maybe your temper or a state of renewal um, with your levels of patience. Like I'm thinking about how, you know, you said something little, something little that could, a little change that could be an outcome to a process of renewal that will impact the lives of say your children Mm -hmm. or your marriage or your friendships, because now you're less reactionary or you're less, you're more patient. Mm -hmm. Um, You just can handle 
um, conflict better. I don't, I don't know. I mean, but I think you're right. I think in those situations we can look back and be like, Oh, that's what that was sort of all about. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think of, you know, I mean, I, I wanted to say like these, these are always matters of the heart. I don't know if that's true because they could be matters of the way our thought processes are or, or what something, but, but I do want to say that there are times when he will go after things that are in us in a process of renewal and like almost like force us to take a look at, like go back and look at this, Mm -hmm. but it's never for shame. It's never for condemnation. Mm -hmm. Um, It's always for healing. Yes. And he's like, I, we're going to do this and we're going to do this together. And I'm going to call you into this painful process because I want to go after this thing in you that Mm -hmm. needs healing that if it doesn't get it, you're going to keep functioning in this one same way. And how's it working for you? You seem pretty miserable, Mm -hmm. but my daughter, I love you that much that we're going to go and we're going to do this together. And ultimately, I mean, we kick and scream and we can fight it and we can just try to like punch him off and get him off of us and be resistant and untrusting. And, but eventually when we wear ourselves out and go ahead and climb up on that altar and let Mm -hmm. him do the work, like I'm literally imagining when, um, Isaac put Jacob, right? Isaac put Jacob up on the altar and was going to kill him instead of the ram. Like, There's a ram in the bush. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of that, <laughs> same, yeah, it's it's kind of that same process. I mean, he calls us up to, or I guess we could maybe refiner's fire. I mean, he's, he's constantly refining us. He's constantly saying, okay, let's do something new. Let's because he, because there's fruit from it. Yeah. It's not just because like you said, he's never going to do any of this stuff just, mm-hmm. just for, you know, he's not sadistic. He's not like, Ooh, this will be fun to watch your squirm. You know, it's not about that. It's, it's about freedom and it's about growth and it's about fruit and it's about how you now impact those around you Mm -hmm. because we are here for each other. Mm -hmm. Um, God, he's just so intentional and he works for the good of those who love him. So no matter what that feels like or what that is, oh my gosh, but his heart is always for the good. Yeah. Praise the Lord. The phrase that like just keeps popping into my head is that he is gently relentless. Ooh, that's like, so good. That's like what just, I think that was from the Lord. I think yes. it was him like saying like, I am gently Tell relentless. Yeah. yeah. Because it just like keeps playing in my head and he is. Oh, that's perfect. He's constant. Like when he has, you know, when he sees something in us and he's like, I want better for you, we can resist and we can resist and we can resist, but he is not going to give up. Yeah. He's going to be relentless, but he's going to be so gentle and so loving and so compassionate Mm -hmm. and give us so much grace and Mm -hmm. so much mercy Mm -hmm. throughout that process. Mm -hmm. But he's not going to give up. He is going to keep shaping and prodding and urging and just, you know, trying to get us to get our, our heart to that posture where we're finally able to receive and see, hmm, this just isn't working for me anymore. Yeah. It's just not. And we what? Surrender. Surrender. <laughs> Lay it all down. And not that it's as easy as just being like, oh, okay, Lord, I surrender this to you. How many times do we pick that back up? Mm-hmm. And yes, we have to lay it down again. Mm-hmm. And we do this over and over and over again. Probably because that thing we were talking about earlier, control. Yeah. And not wanting to give that up. Fear, yeah. Oh, man. All so of that. True. Because yeah. even when it's it's something that is not good for us and we we can logically rationally know 
this is not good for me. There's also a comfort oh, that we get sure. from knowing what it feels like and knowing what we're doing. And I know that I'm going to react this way and they're going to react this way. And this is how the conversation is going to go or whatever it might be. Yeah. There's familiarity there mm -hmm. in what that's going to be. And we don't want to let that go, even though we can see it's toxic or that it's draining us or it's not being fruitful in the slightest, but we know it. We understand it. There's not going to be any surprises. That's why we don't want to give it up. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to do it different mm -hmm. because then it's all the unknown of, but I don't know what this looks like. Mm -hmm. God is not a God of chaos ever. And even though that, I feel like when we, when we give into change, we're like, oh, but it's going to be chaotic or out of control, blah, blah, blah. But he is never that way. And he's mm -hmm. never concerned of that. I mean, I just think of, you know, he's constantly making order of chaos all around us. Oh no, we make it chaotic. Yeah. Like our humanness and our <clears throat> lack of trust or a million different things. Mm -hmm. We make it chaotic. Mm -hmm. He's like calm as calm can be and knows exactly what is happening. And yeah, but we tend to put our little human twist. And then, then it's like, Oh boy, that went yeah. sideways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That went sideways. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he's trustworthy and he's always, loving and he's always he would never he doesn't do any of it or allow any of it um to torture us or no. to it's all for good mm -hmm. even though it might not feel like that on the moment it, be, mm -hmm. it might be like what are you doing right mm -hmm. now like mm -hmm. why why would you take that from me why would you put me in this position it's like no there's good mm -hmm. there's good i promise you there's good on the other side of that yeah just gotta trust that it's gonna be there yeah Well, we can imagine that uh, all of us probably connected with something yes, in regards to this topic yes. because it's something that we all deal with. It's inevitable. It is inevitable. It's coming for you. It's going to get you. you cannot the run Lord is coming after you. <laughs> you cannot run. You cannot hide. Change is coming. Yes, it is. But it's also, it's a great topic to have. It's a good conversation mm -hmm. to be having with your small group or mm -hmm. your spouse mm -hmm. or your best friend or yeah. I think it's one that we just need to just be leaning into it a little bit more yeah understanding how we function in this way and maybe where we could just lean a little further mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so get kind of comfortable with it yeah start em like embracing it a little I don't know driving the road. <laughs> yeah <laughs> hair blowing yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> We're digressing yes, again. We are digressing. <laughs> okay, so um, announcements. Love announcements. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have our May Eden Gathering coming up on the 21st um, at 6.30 at Living Word. We're only doing it in person. Still no food, still no kid care, but come on out. Um, that we worship. Um, obviously, connection time getting together and then mm -hmm. we're gonna hear from Melissa Nigro pastor Melissa Nigro I'm super excited to hear from her mm -hmm. yeah so that's announcement one good and then we will also uh, be having a Eden gathering of sorts um, it'll be a summer kickoff in June um, so be watching for details about that those should be um, coming out shortly with a date and what exactly we're going to be doing with that should be fun and just a really good way to kick off the summer and hopefully um, it'll be nice weather yeah hopefully yeah. should be june by then june. should be yeah. nice yeah hope so yeah you pray so i sure will thank you oh dear heavenly father uh we just uh man at this topic <laughs> 
um, we just say we trust you. It's not that easy to say. I think change is scary. But we know for a fact that you are in the changes with us. Whether you're calling us into the changes or we're forced into changes, you we know that you go with us. You go before us, you come behind us, um, you're comforting and you're paving ways, paving paths, um, and being present and near. Um, and we just want to acknowledge that. We ask that you would help us to see you in the midst of change. We pray that you would help us to get more comfortable in the midst of change because we know that you are about that. You're about process and change is part of process. Um, and so we just want to get better at it. We thank you for one another. We pray that as we engage with each other that we and we learn about changes going on in one another's lives, that we are praying for one another. Um, you call us to do that as we engage in community, which is so exciting, something that you also call us to. Um, you call us to so many awesome things, Father. We just praise you for that. We love you. We trust you. We thank you for another time that we could get to be together on this podcast. Um, and we just look for your blessing and look for just your face to shine on us. We praise you that you do that. In your holy and precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.